0: The, the message that God wants to give us this morning is that we really have to be dependent upon His Spirit. There has to be no one else but Him. There has to be, and, it, and it's work, it's, 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 it's challenge, it's, it takes effort, it takes energy to push aside all of the things that want to come and, and cling to us and, and be on us and... And and it's so easy at times just to settle for the little bit of relief. We settle for less weight. We settle for less pressure instead of no pressure. We settle for less problems instead of the fullness of His presence. And um, and so I I come and just today say thank you for leading us in that uh, R J Jennifer. Thank you, because I really believe that's God's word to us today. And even as I was telling Chris, I, I, I still think there's some of us, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, and now instead of giving, you know, I'm carrying 1,000 pounds and uh, I, somebody takes 200 off, well, that's relief. That, that, that takes, that lessens the load. It lessens the pressure. It lessens the, the weight. It lessens the, the strain. But, but it's not giving it all to the Lord. It's not laying it all down. Chris said it well. We weren't made to be pack mules. As a matter of fact, the only thing we were created for, the only thing we were created to do was to carry the presence of the Lord. That's a great place to say amen right there. You all missed it. Okay. Um, The only thing we're made for is to carry the presence of the Lord, to manifest the image of Jesus Christ in and through our lives. You recognize that, right? You know the only atmosphere that we were created to live in was the atmosphere of the Spirit of God, the atmosphere of love. That's why when we get into fear when we get into worry and we get into anxiety and we get into stress, we start to shrivel, right Our strength starts to ebb from, because that we weren't created It'd be like taking a fish and putting it into you know just out on the on the dry ground and wonder why it begins to drop that's not the atmosphere we're created to live in we're created for the presence of God we're created you are created for the presence of God and so we we start to try to think that then if I put forth more effort if I work harder and and we hold on to stuff more and I just want to encourage you this morning just one more time I want to encourage you that that to, to let go of it and take hold of the Lord, let, let the Lord, let's, let's let that really be true, where we say, God, only you, I want you to fill my life, God. Listen, very straight up today, if we don't, if we don't, we'll always be dealing with an issue. We'll always be dealing with stuff. We'll always be dealing with an enemy. I've been reading through the Old Testament, reading about transitions and reading about things when the the children of Israel even go from the the, the wilderness into the, the promised lands. One of the things that the scripture says, it says, drive them all out or they'll always be like sand in your eyes. See, God doesn't want us to always be dealing with stuff, sand in our eyes, always have an irritation, always have a, a source of weariness. All. And, and folks, I realize that the world that we live in, I realize that even the situation that we're in as a church, that going through transition, that change, that, 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 that sometimes it, it can sh- shake us up. It can, we don't know what's going to happen, and we trust so much in knowing rather than the one who knows. We trust so much, but I've got to know what's it going to look like, what's it going to feel like, what's it going to taste like, what's my class going to be like, what's my teacher going to be like, what's my spouse going to be like, what's the job going to be like, and you know what? We can't know all of those things, but he knows all of those things. As a matter of fact, when we read the scripture in Joshua, when God's talking to the children of Israel about moving them forward. He says, you're going to a place you've never known before. Can I tell you something today? That that's where we live. We always live in a place we've never been to before. You've never been to today before. Have you? Got any back to the future people here? Is that right? I mean, that, that's just not how we live. So every day, every moment, in every circumstance, in every situation, we are absolutely, fully, and totally, completely dependent upon the presence of God. It is the atmosphere in which we live. It's the atmosphere in which we thrive. It's the place that we really are alive and free and whole and healed and it's where power the presence of God's power flows in us and through us Does does that make sense to anybody is anybody receiving that okay I mean we got we want to get that today we want to get that all right and if that's not something that's registering in our hearts or in our minds today not being mean here but but I'm just telling you man then then that may be a sign that our hearts and minds are so filled with other stuff Okay, the Bible says that the carnal mind does not receive the things of the Spirit, but it is of the Spirit that we receive life. It is of the Spirit that we walk in His power and his, his joy and His love and His presence. And so we can't, we, can't, we can't be satisfied. We'll never be satisfied with anything other than His Spirit, His presence. His presence. We'll spend all of our lives trying to fill up our lives with things. And we'll get to the end, we'll get down the road, and we'll find out that we, we missed the very thing that he gives freely. Let those who ask, let those who ask, who, who need the Spirit of the Lord, who need the wisdom of God, ask. And he who gives will give the Spirit freely, liberally, abundantly. Listen, God's not holding out on us, amen? I'm telling you, God's not, he's not holding out on you. God wants, he wants abundance for you. He wants, he wants lots and lots for you. Matter of fact, turn over with me to the book of Joshua, okay? Book of Joshua. And uh, we're going to jump in here just for a few minutes, and then we're going to, we're going to just get back to the presence of the Lord this morning, all right? Hey, again, thank you, everybody. Thank you for your prayers. Um, thank you for praying Uh, um, for uh, Yvette and I as we went to my 40th class reunion my 40th class reunion um, there were a bunch of old people there and I so I don't know why I was there it was uh it was quite interesting to to know Uh, I figured that some of them would have been well preserved as much uh, alcohol as they've drank in their life but um, um but I found out that the spirit of the Lord preserves us better than the uh than, than the substance of this world as a matter of fact I got a testimony to give of one of the uh, guys that was kind of the leader of the reunion I walked in walked in with Yvette and he goes he must have been testifying going man this is a miracle of God he goes, because he was like Sam when I've grown up everybody called me Sammy He went, Sammy Fisher he goes is this really you and then he goes you're here with the prettiest girl in the room and I thought i th- I said absolutely I'm th- I can testify God loves me, man, just a uh, whoo man, over what You think he was already drinking <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> so, well, he, he God can speak through a donkey, right so uh, so it was truth it It was truth there. Uh, I'm telling you all weekend long, man, I just realized how much my wife loved me for you, those of you that uh don't know, I love seafood, I love crabs um hard shell crabs anybody know what i'm talking about anybody ever eat hard shell crabs if you've never had hard shell crabs it's a it, you just don't know what you're missing they're steamed and old bay seasoning and man we need to hurry up and dismiss i'm ready for lunch all right so but um but I, but listen here's how good god is i'm telling you um god is so good yvette doesn't like to eat the crabs but she loves to pick the meat out of them and i was like yes lord Woo! hallelujah man i 'm telling you, you're talking about blessings from heaven it's hard hard to understand but but we really did We had a great time. It was good to get away good to see my mom and uh, her husband meet uh, spend some time with them and uh, get to to live out on, in the farm life uh, I'm, literally you cannot see their house. it is back so far hidden in the fields and trees and and stuff and And um, one of the things um, we missed, we missed uh, the brownness of Texas, Um, so (laughs) it was amazing how lush and green and everything was up there. They'd had plenty of rain. The crops were looking wonderful, But, uh, but thank you for your prayers. I mean that, and thank you for your continued prayers during this transition time, your faithfulness. I know summer's going on, and it's about time to get back to school. Some of our students, I think, uh, have already gone back, started back to college. Hannah, great to have you home. First time to get to see you. Welcome home. Give her a big hand again. Yay, yay so um, we'll be praying over our students let me just agree with chris there don't miss next week it's going to be a lot of fun it's kind of throwback sunday when we first started the church uh, we had a i don't know how long it was months i guess or a couple of a, a season of time um where where we um did not have chairs as a matter of fact uh, somebody bring me one of those chairs. Brianna, would you bring me one of the, that chair sitting right beside you? Do you mind? I know you're going to love walking up here in front of all these people, right? Does that, there you go. Martin, thank you, sir. Thank you, brother. Tell you, how many people want to hear a quick testimony? All right. I guess not. No, maybe not. How many people think they're going to hear a testimony anyhow? Okay. Oh, there you go. You are so we uh, we didn't have chairs, and so literally people were bringing their lawn chairs, their plastic chairs uh, we had a, a nice Budweiser chair that had a footstool on it, and uh soccer chairs and hunting chairs and it was uh, it was great it was just it was pretty amazing it was interesting and so then we um had saved up some money and um, we were going to get chairs the ladies had already picked out chairs they'd Picked out this nice blue weaved material. <laughs> hey, it was 15, 14 years ago, right? So, <laughs> and then, um, and so, uh, had the saved up some money. We were going to get chairs, and and the Lord spoke to us and said, "Don't, don't buy chairs." He said, "Invest the money in children's ministry." And so we took all the money, and in one week we went up and renovated the children's area, and uh, so it was the first ministry area. The first ministry area that we started uh, and it's always been a a priority and will continue to be so Uh, if you haven't seen the the new building you'll see that children's ministry ministry to our to our babies to our dewdrops, to our children is is a is a real priority uh, for the heart of what we believe uh, god wants to do at new covenant so anyhow, we uh we did we said no we're not going to get chairs and so we were um Vet and I were in here one day doing something in this this sanctuary area here and uh we were sitting on a plastic chair and a stool and a, I don't remember what else and this guy walks in he's carrying one chair okay this was like the day after the day after okay so that was like on a Tuesday night I think maybe that we made that decision next day this guy walks in I could tell you his name I could point to him and um, uh, I mean just to his family but uh, he said hey he goes look I've got got this chair here he goes could you use a chair like this and I was like yeah it fits the decor I mean it goes with uh, everything else you know and he said listen to this the day after all right listening to the Lord being obedient he said well I've got 120 of these I'll give you if you just go pick them up. Yeah. Y'all need to know how to celebrate. Come on, somebody needs to give the Lord praise for that. And, uh, and these chairs served us, have served us the whole time. They continue to serve us uh, and have just been, um, they've gone from the sanctuary to the children's to the youth and everywhere else. So, so, hey, listen, I'm telling you, God's desire is good for his people, all right? So Joshua chapter 1, Joshua chapter 1. Moses has died, the children of Israel have been wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years, 40, close to 14, okay, but 40 years, and now Joshua has been placed in leadership. Moses has gone to be in the presence of the Lord, God took him and and so he comes and he starts to speak to Moses, Mo, God starts to speak to Joshua about moving from where they're at to this promised land, to this... This place, and we're going to say a little bit more about this in the weeks to come, because there's a difference between living in the wilderness and living in the land of promise. And I believe God's got a promised land for you. I believe God's got a time where, where you can step into it, your time, your timing, your your place of blessing, your place of, of, of productivity, your place of, of healing, your place of freedom, your place of, of increase, your place where, where God meets the needs of your life. Can anybody say amen this morning? Amen. I believe that because I've seen God do it over and over again. And so in verse um, 6, God's speaking to Joshua and he says this. He says, Be strong and of good courage for this people, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. So listen to what God's saying here, okay? God is saying, first and foremost, be strong and courageous. Do you remember a few weeks ago in our series, um, Made for More, that one of the things we talked about was that God wants us brave, That God wants us to be courageous, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind, the ability to to walk with courage, the ability to, to take courageous steps to overcome sometimes how we feel, overcome sometimes what we've been thinking, what we've been doing, to step into a new place, to step into a new time, to step into a new season. Amen? It takes courage. It takes courage to do that. It takes courage and and god says he wants the spirit of courage to fill the lives of his children so he says be strong and of good courage he's speaking to Joshua. when he says because joshua i'm causing you to lead the people in so they can receive the pro- the promise of the inheritance that i've stored up for them as i've been reading this as i've been studying this i'm just telling you i believe guys that we are moving into a season where the manifestation of things that have been waited, listen to this, the manifestation of things that have been waited for for a long time, things that have seemed to delay, things that have, have been put off, things that have been hindered, things that have, have just been out of grasp, things that have just been almost there when they come to pass, when they're received by God's people for God's, people, for God's purposes so he can be glorified. Anybody say, if that's what God's doing, I'm ready for it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you, God, God really does. He wants to fulfill his promises to the, his people. God will fulfill his promises. Listen, I know if, if you've been listening to the Lord, if you've been reading his word, if you've been setting your heart on the, God, on, on, on the Lord, then I'm telling you, then God's put some promises in, his, in your life. How many people here? Okay, not boastfully, just humbly before the Lord said, Man, there's some things in my heart that God spoke to me that I know are going to come to pass in the future. Anybody got some promises they're holding on to? Come on, hold your hand up. Look around. You're not alone, folks. You're not alone. There's things that there's things that God has said. There's things that God has He's given you glimpses of. There's things that God has pointed you to. And from time to time because of all of the stuff that goes on in life, because of all of the the busyness, because of all of the weight that we carry, because sometimes, very simply because of pain, we back up from the promises of God. Okay, I've said this before, Um, and thank you, thank you all for praying for me this week. As you know, I um, had many of you may know I had a have been dealing with a bone spur on uh, just on the bottom of my of my ankle on my foot, and so um, went in this week and had that uh, just had a little procedure where they um, cut a hole in my foot there and stuck a drill in there, and they ground. any, would you like more definition? Would you like more description? Just before we go to lunch, would you like more information? And so, um, and uh, it really wasn't that, that, uh, that big of a, of a deal. But can I tell you this? That a little bit of pain goes a long ways. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know what they say about surgery? It's minor if somebody else is having it, right? So, and, um, and, and so, uh, listen, a little bit of pain, but you know what? That, that applies to our lives. How many times have we let just a little bit of pain a little bit of frustration, a little bit of angst, a little bit of, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, you know, the, I'm dealing with some, some, some issue in my life. And the pain all of a sudden becomes the thing that controls our life. And can I say this? Can I say that the promises and the character of God are greater than any pain in our lives? Can I tell you that the provision of God is greater than anything that would try to stand against us. Amen? So the scripture goes on and says this. It says, so be strong and of good courage. Um, You're going to divide to this people an inheritance that I swore to them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. How many people two times in two verses God says be strong and courageous. Can I tell you this? Can I tell you that when you're dealing with seasons of transition, whether it's transitioning from one building. And guys, I, I believe that there's so much more of a transition that's going on than just transitioning from one building to a next. We're transitioning into a new season. We're transitioning to a new place of influence. We're transitioning into a new place of seeing more souls saved than we've ever seen saved before. Amen? We're transitioning into greater places of worship and new songs and new sounds. We're transitioning into greater prophetic un- unctionings. We're transitioning into greater revelations of the Scripture. We're transitioning into more influence and more authority in the kingdom of God, in Tyler and around the world than we've ever seen in the past. Amen? Anybody want to go? I'm going, folks. I'm telling you, we're going. We're going. Amen? Amen? So he says. Um, so he says. Be strong and very courageous. It takes that. Let me tell you, some of the students that are transitioning back into school, back to some college campuses. Where, if our, any of our college students here this morning gonna be gonna be college? Raise your hands up there. I see a few of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I saw that, Ryan Boland. <laughs> Ryan Boland's like, no way, man, I'm done. I've won. I've been there. I'm victorious. Woo! I'm free. I'm free. Thank God. <laughs> right? Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm telling you, folks. Listen. When you transition in, you don't have to transition in. You're not a weakly, lowly freshman. You're not just transitioning as, 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 as a minority when it comes to being a believer on the campus. You're transitioning into that place at the appointment of God. You are going where you're going at the appointment and as the designated representative of the kingdom of God wherever that's at. Amen. Amen walk in that power walk in that authority and so he says only be strong and very courageous and that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you do not turn from it that you may do not turn from it to the right hand or the left hand okay now i want to stop right there I want to stop right there just for a second. He's talking about the law, but listen, this theme is picked up in the New Testament. Flip back over with me to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, we've been there. Your Bible should open to it automatically. We've been there uh, for a number of weeks now. 2 Timothy chapter 2, all right? 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2 there. If you've been reading through, and I encourage you to go back and read through 2 Timothy chapter 2, right? Um, he talked about, In a few weeks ago we talked about, right, the three fields there. There's the battlefield, the athletic field, and the, the agricultural field. So be a hard worker, be diligent, all, uh, and be, a, be strong, be hardworking, all the things that he told us to do there. But he keeps on going down, and then in verse 15 he says this, Be diligent to present yourselves approve to God a worker somebody say a worker now you gotta say a worker okay got some little attitude right have you heard that statement everybody wants work until they get a job no right so then they don't want to work they just want a paycheck right no God says listen a worker he says be diligent to present yourselves approved to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth Can I tell you, if you don't read your Bible, you can't rightly divide the word of truth. I heard some amens. We should have heard some oh me's right there, right? Listen, God gives us his word as the sword of the spirit, that it is strength to us. We don't have to read the Bible. We get to read the Bible. Come on, folks. Amen? Amen? We don't have to read the Word of God. The Word of God is bread. It is strength. It is life to us. And so we read the Word so that we, will, uh, we can show ourselves a worker, someone who's active in the works of the kingdom of God that doesn't have to be ashamed before the Lord. Over in verse... Um, 19 going over verse 19 he says this nevertheless the solid foundation of god stands having this sealed the lord knows those are who the lord knows those who are his and let everyone who names the name of christ depart from iniquity anybody ever heard the statement sin will keep you from the bible or the bible will keep you from sin anybody ever heard that you never heard it? you need to write it down okay Either sin will keep you from the Bible, or the Bible will keep you from sin. God gives us the Word. He gives us His instruction. He gives us His life. He gives us the sword of the Spirit so that we can walk in the Word, that we can be strong in the Word, that we can have the life that the Word gives us, so that we can be the people that God wants us to be, all right? Now, listen, The next verse here, verse 20, he says, In a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but there are also some of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. You know, the good news in this verse is you get to choose which one of those vessels you are. The next verse, verse 21. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the Master, prepared for every good work. Do you see what God's saying here? God's saying, listen, I've got a job for you, I've got a work for you to do, I've got a calling, I've got an appointment, I've got a dream, I've got a promise over your life. To be able to fulfill that promise, I'm giving you the authority, I'm giving you my word to guide you, to direct you, to keep you focused, to help you to be able to walk in the fullness of the Spirit, to be able to help you to accomplish, to be who I am, to be who I want you to be, who I've created you to So God's saying, hey, listen, the word is very, very important. Okay? How many people want to be a vessel of honor for the Lord? Anybody? Okay? Then we're going to be people who, who are people of the word. We're going to be people. If you read through Timothy there, in 1 Timothy, he says to read the word. In 2 Timothy, he says to study the word, to show yourself. There's an increase as we grow in the Lord. And let me tell you, the way we grow in the Lord is we grow in his presence. We grow in his word. We grow, as we were singing earlier, in the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. We grow because we feed on what God has given us. And he tells us if we do this then, if we do this, right, um, if we, then we'll be prepared for every good work. We'll be a vessel of honor ready for every good thing that God has for us. Now, do you still have your, your hands there in Joshua chapter 1? We're going to flip back and forth just a little bit, all right? Is that okay? If we go back and forth in the Bible here a little bit just for a second. Okay, back to Joshua chapter 1. Okay, verse, um, verse 7 there. Look what he says, every good work. Let me ask you this, how many people would think that your boss was a good boss if you worked and they didn't pay you? Don't, anybody, <laughs> I saw Corey and Chris looking up here like, you're supposed to get paid for working, what are you talking about? <laughs> how many people think they'd be a good boss? They wouldn't be a good boss. How many people know that God's a good employer? He's got a great employment plan, Right. He's got, he's got the best package that there is, right? right? He's got the, the best employment package. Okay, listen to this. Look what, look what the scripture says here. It says, so observe all of my law, all of my word, okay, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left. Why? Because God's mad? Because God's going to get you? God's going to smack you if you do? No. How many people have ever thought about that? I, I think I've told you this before. Going back to Delaware... It brought back some, uh, um, it, um, <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was just, it was just kind of a, a weird feeling. Matter of fact, at one point in time, Yvette and I stopped and said, listen, we're not letting this stuff get on us, all right? We rebuke this. We, we receive nothing but the impartation from the Lord. We're, we're not letting things of the past, okay, and feelings of the past, spirits of the past, we're not letting them have influence over us, amen? We, we've come to influence the atmosphere, not, not be influenced by it, amen? is everybody you know that's what we're called to do right okay so so but anyhow it's just kind of kind of um of weird there some of the things that but but i can remember walking i can remember one time a guy telling me that you know what he said um if you've got to live perfect before the lord okay i'm gonna live perfect before the lord and uh, so then um, my, for me, when I first got saved, my hardest thing uh, to conquer it, uh, was, was my mouth. Uh, I had a very, very, very uh, foul mouth. Um, and that's why some of you know that I'm a prude now. I don't like um, um, even the least of uh, slang words because that was I was given to excess in that area. And so um, just cussing and those type of things was very difficult for me, and I can remember telling a man a man asked. i said so you mean if i stumped my toe and said a cuss word at the very moment jesus oh you'd be left behind in a heartbeat man You, you you you'd be you you'd be going to hell you know i was like wow that's pretty tough stuff can i tell you something if that's what you believe that's not the god that we serve God's not looking for reasons to try to exclude people. Jesus paid a pretty high price for us to get to the family, into the kingdom, and to spend eternity with him. He's not trying to exclude people. Amen? God's got good things for us. God wants great things for us. So let's read the rest of this, okay? Don't turn from the right or to the right or the left. That you may prosper. That you may prosper wherever you go. Is there anybody here... He's preaching a prosperity gospel. Yes, I am. Amen. Proud to do it this morning. Amen. (laughs) God wants you to prosper. God wants you to do well on your job. He wants your marriage to be great. He wants your kids to rise up and call you blessed. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. Amen? He wants you to have a basket full and a storehouse full. He wants you to be able to bring of the abundance and the surplus so that you can fund the works of the kingdom of God. He wants you to have more than enough so that you can share with others. He wants you to be blessed so that you can be a blessing. That's God's plan. It's God's purpose, amen? I mean, it really is. It really is. I'm telling you, God wants to bring you through difficult times so that you can testify to others that are going through difficult times. Amen. Anybody ever been through a difficult time? Everybody ever come through a difficult time? Raise your hand up, okay? Look around you. If you're going through a difficult time right now, there's people here testifying to you saying, hey, God brought us through. God's faithful to me. God will be faithful to you. Amen? Amen. God wants you to prosper. So this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it. You shall shall meditate in it day. I like that. It says you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then as you read the word, as we obey the word, as we walk in the right by the... As the Holy Spirit reveals to us the word of God and and brings to remembrance the word of God, then look what will happen. Then you will make your way prosperous, then you will have good success. Somehow or another in the church, we've almost made it a, well, if you're talking about prosperity and you're talking about, look, I'm not just talking about money and material things. I I know we all know people who got lots of money, got lots of material things, they've got no success in their life. Amen? Amen? But can I tell you that you can have the peace that we've talked about. You can have the rest that we've talked about. You can have the provision of God so that you don't always have to be worrying about how you're going to pay your rent and how you're going to take care of your school bill. I'm telling you, hey, there's people in this room here today that, that, that for them to go to college would have been something that would have never been possible just according to the money in the bank account. But God's favor has been upon them, and because God's favor has been upon them, they've got scholarship money, and they've had favor so that they can, through, through athletics and through academics and through other ways, that they've been able to go to college, and they're going to graduate from college debt-free. How many people know that's the blessing of the Lord? Amen? Amen? We've seen it. We've seen it more than one time. So guys, listen, God wants you to prosper. God wants you to be successful. But you have to participate. You get to participate, amen? How? By one, by, by being people who are founded, who found their lives upon the word of God. And then listen to this, verse nine, he says, Have not I commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed. For the Lord your God... Let me stop right there. Don't read on. Don't cheat. Okay. The Lord your God. Okay. The Lord is God. He is God. The Scripture tells us that there will be a day, there will be a time when every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Some will do it because they have to we get to do it because we choose to let me ask you this very plainly very cleanly you guys come on up and get ready okay let, let me everybody look at me let me see your eyes this morning hey i it's good to be home it's good to be home i, I saw a shirt that i wish i had got it said I, I was raised in delaware but thank god i made it to texas <laughs> so "Right, got here quick as i could." we we're, we're I love you guys. I'm glad to be home. I'm really glad to be home. Thank you for praying for us. But can I can I tell you this, that, that the choice about the Lord being your God is your choice. Have you made that choice? Ha, have you really made the choice to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life and to be your Lord and your Savior? Ha, have you made the choice today to say, you know what? No matter what's going on in the past. Anybody ever had any spiritual highs in their life? Anybody? Anybody ever had any spiritual lows in their life? (laughs) Right? We've all had those spiritual lows. Can I tell you that no matter where you're at today, you get the opportunity to choose for God to be your God. To to make the proclamation, the declaration that that Joshua says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to serve the Lord. He's going to be our God. Is he going to be your God? Anybody? How many people here say, he's my God. I submit my life to him. I yield my life to him every way, every shape, every everything that he wants. I give it to him this morning. Why, why don't we just make that our declaration? Why don't we make that? And, and not just in individuals, but as, as this house. You know, I remember, I remember when we uh, started the church that... Uh, a question I used to get a lot was, "A question I used to get a lot what where are we going? What are we going to do?' You know, it's it's kind of like a, you know, do you have your, you know, one-year plan, your three-year plan, your five-year plan, your from now until Jesus returns plan?" I was like, "Man, I'm just trying to get through today, you know." <laughs> and, and it frustrated some people. Now we've come a long way from uh, just wandering in the wilderness for God to. To bring us, and God works through right order, and I thank God for the right order that He's He continues to add to this house, to this church. I really do. But, but can I tell you this? As for this house, we're always going to be people who are sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We're gonna, we're always going to yield to the leading of the Spirit of the Lord. We're never going to put our trust in ourselves. We're always going to put our trust in the Lord. Am I talking to the right people this morning? Is that who we is that who we really believe God wants us to be? we're not going to look to the right or to the left. We're going to let God's Word be the authority of our life. We're going to let God's Word be the authority of our lives. We're always going to submit and humble ourselves before the Lord. We're always going to realize that we can't do it. We're never going to put our trust in ourselves, but we're going to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We're not going to lean to our own understanding because my understanding gets confused sometimes. I think I've got it all figured out, got it all worked out, right? and go talk to Chris. He says, no, that's all wrong. So, I'm all right. We're not going to do that. We're going to trust in the Lord. You know why we're going to trust in the Lord? Because He's trustworthy. He is trustworthy. You can trust Him, folks. You can trust Him with everything in your life. You can trust Him with every hurt Hey, listen you know one of the things that was kind of sad going back to the class reunion was seeing people that were stuck do you know what I'm talking about I mean man 40 years ago their, 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 their idea of a good time was let's go out and get drunk and not remember what we did and today their idea of a good time is let's go out and get drunk and not remember what we did trapped, caught and God says you don't have to be that kind of people because I've got a plan for you I've got an appointment for you I've got a job for you I've got a destiny for you I've got an inheritance for you I've got a promise over your life so be people who live according to my word and if you do this listen to what he says the end of verse 9 I can't read it, I can't see it he says be strong and of good courage do not be afraid or dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go i'm thankful for a new building but can i tell you that building without the presence of god means nothing but his presence his spirit today can meet every need of your life, can change any circumstance that you face. I'm telling you, we serve an amazing God. He is so incredible. Is He incredible to you folks? Are we talking about the same God here today? He is so incredible. He is so amazing. I really do believe That God wants to take us into places of success and prospering in His kingdom that we've never even dreamed possible. But it comes by being people of His Word and people of His presence. Do you agree with that this morning?